What do you think guys would be like if they had to have periods? Uh, little babies, you know? Guys can't have a cold, much less every month your uterus coming out, you know? I think, I think they would be such bratty babies about it. Hello, people of the interwebs. I'm Tash Doherty, and welcome to the Practical Guide to Pussyhood, the show about birth control, periods, and liberating yourself from the patriarchy. Before we get started, I wanted to dedicate this episode to Sam Fitzsimmons. Sam is a friend of my sister's who was diagnosed with terminal cancer at the age of 24 in January. Given only a few months to live, he recorded this amazing episode on the podcast called The Naked Student. And if you want to learn about life, love and gratitude, I really, really recommend it. I'll share the link with you below so you can go check it out. Sometimes life doesn't make sense, but as Sam says, we should just be grateful for all the wonderful things that we have. So that is what I wish for you all today. Think of three things you are grateful for and hug someone that you love a little tighter. Thank you, Sam, and I hope you all enjoy the rest of the episode. It has been almost a year since House Bill 314 was signed on May 15th, 2019. This bill is also known as the Human Life Protection Act, or the Alabama Abortion Act. It defines all unborn children as persons and criminalizes doctors for performing abortions. Luckily, the law was challenged by U.S. District Judge Myron Thompson, who says that it violates the Constitution. And since his injunction, the law has actually not taken effect, so women in Alabama still have their human rights. So thank you, Judge Thompson, for standing up for us. At the time the bill was passed, I interviewed women in Alabama because I wanted to learn more about their views on abortion and birth control. I got in touch with Ashley from Birmingham, who agreed to share her stories about her community. And here you're going to learn more about her personal experiences of sexism in the workplace and also some of the stories that any of our listeners who have a vagina will be able to identify with. So here is Ashley. Hi, I'm Ashley. I'm 24 and I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. Great. So what do you think about the new bill that's been passed? The new bill that has been passed here in Alabama, I'm just kind of disgusted by it a little bit. Um, I grew up in a really religious household. I'm still pretty religious, so I don't think I would ever have an abortion or need access to those things personally. But absolutely no one has this like the all like they shouldn't be able to make that choice for me at all especially not some old men you know i go to church every sunday i clock work my dad always said i don't care what you do on saturday but you're gonna go to church on sunday and that's just kind of been the way it is um i guess when you just grow up in the south particularly you're just always surrounded by it um and like it's important to me like i'm not a big televangelist or anything like that but just personally going to church and like having that structure is important to me. Yeah. And so when you say you're surrounded by it, is it billboards? Is it big churches? What is the environment like? There is a church every hundred feet, it feels like. And especially in Birmingham, there are really, really big churches. And so like, that's kind of like where you get your friends and stuff is in church growing up. So like my best friends in high school and all of that were from the church. And that's what you did during the summer was do church things and stuff like that. I go to a United Methodist church. When it comes to like birth control and like sex and those kinds of things, what are the standard beliefs that your church has? 
it's not really super constrictive, like especially about birth control. It's not like all the families have six, seven, eight kids or anything like that. It's kind of just you do you, girl, you know? So did you ever need to access birth control when you were younger? I have actually been taking birth control for my acne. Like that's what got me on birth control to begin with, was to control my acne. Which is kind of a different way to be on it, but like since probably early high school, I've been taking birth control against nothing. So yeah, I was going to say, I think that's something this bill and like the conversation around birth control is silly because it's not just, you know, a form of contraception. Like there's so many other reasons to be taking birth control. Yeah. Did taking it for your acne help to get people okay with the idea that you were taking it? Absolutely not. I never felt judgment or had any issues really. I guess just because I went to like a bigger city rather than like a small hodunk town, you know, in the middle of Alabama, but kind of, it's, I mean, it's a pretty big city that I grew up in, big being relative. So where did you get the birth control from when you first got it? Uh, my dermatologist. And then once you got older and like started going to the gynecologist, it kind of just transferred over. Are people okay with being like promiscuous and like before marriage? Or do you find like most of your friends are waiting until they get married to have sex? Most of my friends are waiting to get married, which is why most of my friends are married, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting. Did you know any of your friends who ever accidentally got pregnant? No, I haven't. I, I take that back. I, I do. Uh, it's just when like in this stage of life, it's not, I don't feel like it's as big of a deal. Like it's not 16 and pregnant, but I do have several friends that got pregnant, you know, without um, planning it to say the least. Yeah. So did they end up keeping the babies then in all those examples? They, they all kept the babies and they're beautiful and healthy and everything's good to go. And did you ever have friends who took plan B? Yes. It's not super, I wouldn't say more common, but it's common enough to have people you know taking it. Do you think people take it as a precaution just in case? Definitely, just in case. Especially, you know, if you've been drinking and not super, you know, confident in what happened and stuff like that, just in case. So do you think your friends think that taking Plan B is kind of like getting an abortion or are you not of the opinion that life begins at conception? It depends on who you talk to, like which subgroup you're looking at. I mean, I'm sure some people be like, no, 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 that's pretty much an abortion. Other people going, I mean, we got to do what we got to do. Um, I'm always just like, to each their own. It's not really my business. If you need me to drive you to the Walgreens, I'll drive you. Personally, I don't know, like if I was ever in that situation, how I would feel just because I've never been in that place. Yeah, you're sympathetic to the women who might be in that situation. Absolutely. Yeah. If one of your friends had to get an abortion now, what, what do you think they would do? I I don't know. I just, I really have no idea. Because, I mean, you can't go to Georgia either. So we'd be driving, you know, six states over to get it done. So I, I actually haven't even thought about that. Mm. So they would have access to a car and would just drive somewhere else? I guess. I mean, I think that's kind of what you got to do. I don't, I don't even know where you would go. Road trip, I guess. Gosh. Um... So did you learn anything about birth control like in school or anything? Not that I can remember. Did they teach you about like abstinence or was it more like just don't have sex at all? It's all abstinence. Like that's what our sex edge was growing up. Do you think abstinence is a good way to teach people? 
I mean, it's absolutely not a good way to teach people. If you don't even know the ways to protect yourself and prevent pregnancy, you're not going to use or apply those methods and then you're going to get pregnant when you don't want to get pregnant and things like that. I mean, it's 2019. We don't have to wait to have sex. If you want to have sex, go for it, girl. Your self-worth is not tied to that. Like your, you know, how much you can be sold to your future husband for is not tied to that. So I feel like we need to teach people about what's out there and just educate and like any ideas how we could do that better just actually have the conversation don't just approach sex ed in the fifth and sixth grade as here's all the things that's going to happen to you if you have sex all these diseases and you'll get pregnant and the only way to stop it is to not have sex so there's a happy medium in there somewhere <laughs> where <laughs> you can still have some kind of sexual freedom but explore it in a way that's safe and you know on your own terms basically for sure yeah do you think your friends now are like are most of them planning to get married do you think they'll have children younger because are they using birth control or or not oh yeah i know that they all do but i mean they also like want to have a family and all that stuff and since they are married at 23 24 it's just gonna probably happen sooner just because that's how things like this work i guess but for right now they're all on birth control and all these weddings i'm in is normally me making sure we all take our birth control at the right time girl we don't want any honeymoon babies. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. So do you think they were all on the pill? Yes. Would they consider using an IUD or something else like that? I'm sure they would. That's just kind of the easiest to get for now. We'll see. Especially because you just can get it from even like the dermatologist or like a general practitioner can give you birth control. And you don't have to, you know, have any procedures done. I think people are kind of scared of the IUDs, especially when you're not grown up having healthy conversations about birth control and stuff like that. Mm, definitely. So that's the problem is pill is also a more difficult one to take because if you miss it, then you can get pregnant. Whereas if you have one of the other methods, then you don't have to think about it for like a longer amount of time. I have some friends that do have IUDs, kind of that I met in school, like grown up friends, if you will. Um, but my friends from my like, back home in high school who are getting married and all that sort of stuff all are on the pill. Makes sense. What's important to you in your life at the moment? Um, I'm just working. I'm an engineer, so I work at a manufacturing plant. And then I watch TV and manage drag queens, <laughs> you know. And are you in a relationship? No, I'm not. I'm single. Would you rather be single than be in a relationship right now, do you think? Um, it depends on the day wedding season you're like oh man i wish you had me a little boo i could bring to all these weddings but then again i can also bring like my gay best friends and we're gonna have a good old time you know mm -hmm. that's great and when it comes to like your younger self when you were in high school or when you were in college what would you want your younger self to know about these kinds of issues just that it's not a bad thing to stop almost demonizing like sex and finding yourself um that was kind of kind of the flavor it had growing up Again, it's 2019. It's not that big of a deal. Like, follow your heart and to be smart and safe about it. And why do you think people are so uncomfortable with the idea of women having sex or being free? <laughs> I, I don't know because guys, it's praise if sleeping around or doing whatever, but it's the opposite for women. I just, as an engineer, I'm constantly the minority just being a girl. And so I just roll my eyes to everything that's like that, you know. Guys can have it one way, but girls can have it the other. And in being an engineer, do you think there's a lot of double standards for women? Like, 
absolutely. All the double, double standards for sure. Can you give me some examples? I, I, I work with very few women. Like it's mostly just men. And I will try to do something. And these older men I work with will be like, no, 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 no. You shouldn't be doing that. Let the guys do it. I'm like, I can move this trash can a foot over the, to the side. I promise. Because I'm also much younger than most people I work with. So I'm like kind of just babied or called like baby girl or little girl. And so like, my name's Ashley. You can call me Ashley. Mm, right. Are you quite an opinionated person, would you say? Not really. I'm mostly just chill, going with the flow. But like, if you ever try to express opinions or share your ideas, how do they respond to that? Almost taken aback. I'm pretty soft-spoken and just kind of quiet, keep to myself. And so when something is enough of an issue for me to speak up and say something, especially that's not in agreement with them, it's like, oh, okay, we should listen to Ashley. She has something to say, which is refreshing. And how does your your views around birth control and things differ from your parents? I don't really think they do. Uh, my parents are a lot like me, just kind of to each their own. Do you think that's the perspective of people in your church in general? Yes and no. As this like younger generation kind of comes into power, if you will, I feel like it's being more not a big deal, just because it just really isn't. It's just not something that's like talked about also all the time either. So I really can't say 100% that everyone in the church feels this way or what have you. So do you see a difference between your friends from high school, maybe some of them are getting married now, and your friends from university? A little bit. I think more just going to school and going to college and becoming a actual adult in the real world just kind of changes you always. Because, I mean, we're all much different than we were in high school. And do you know anyone that, that got pregnant in college and what happened to those girls? Yes, I do. Some of them had really supportive families. And so, like, their family stepped in and helped take care of the babies while they went to school. Um, most of the, the dads of the kids are all still in their lives for sure and helping out. Two of them got married, actually, to the dads of the babies. They're happy and they were going to get married anyway, sort of situations. Thankfully, like, it all worked out and, like, they're all finishing school and everything's going to be okay. But that's because they had great families and were with good people who, like, gave them a lot of help and a lot of support. And do you think that wouldn't be the case for, like, a lot of other people in Alabama in general? I wouldn't say that just because, like, almost like the Southern hospitality thing. Like, okay, this is the cards we have. We're going to deal with it. It happens a lot. But also I can definitely see some more traditional people getting really upset and not being as supportive of their daughters. Yeah, how supportive do you feel to be a single girl? Do you think people are constantly questioning you about getting married or do, are they just like leaving you alone and letting you do your thing? All the time, especially at work. They're like, you're getting married yet? Some a nice man's gonna, you know, get you. That's for sure. Just wait it out, girl. I'm like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Maybe I don't want to get married. It happens all the time, constantly. How does that feel when an older man in your company is like, oh, get married, little girl? It like, makes me feel like small, almost, is a good word for it. Just like, oh, so I'm not worthy enough because I don't have a husband or I'm not engaged. I am not as like capable because I don't have a man, which is ridiculous. And like sometimes I get like really mad about it. I'm like, hey, like maybe I don't want to get married. Thank you for running your own business. Um, and sometimes I just brush it off and depends on my mood that day and how much they've annoyed me to begin with. And it makes you feel just kind of just like young and little.
Does it make you feel inexperienced as well in your job? No, it kind of does. It makes you kind of feel like they think less of you because you're not engaged or married. And you're young and you're a girl. It just is all these things that are going to check against you, making you not as capable. In your work, for example, in your job, what would you like them to think of you as? Like, what do you aspire to be in their eyes? I like the word capable, like strong and capable. That, yes, I might be five foot five, have blonde hair, but that doesn't matter that to my job. Like, I can, I can still do my job successfully, even though I'm a, like a young woman, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, competent and like reliable. Yes. Do you think you could get there? I, it gets better as the time goes on, for sure. Like, it took several, several months to kind of almost gain the trust of the people at work. Like, it was not just, oh, there's another little young blonde engineer, probably doesn't know what she's doing, but actually, like, oh, no, she works hard. She puts in the effort. She knows what she's talking about. And do you think they held you to more difficult standards than a guy a similar age to you with different physical characteristics? I think so a little bit, Um, especially if that young man who's my same age or has a similar degree doing a similar job is, you know, friends of the family or goes fishing with the bros, you know? I feel like it's just easier to relate to, for like these older men I work with, to relate to like the new young male engineers than it is like this smart, smunky girl, you know? Do you ever go fishing with them or is that not a thing that you can do? I just don't, like I've never grew up hunting or fishing, like it's just not really my style. I also like think it would be kind of odd for them to take the girl out with them on like their rose trips. I just feel like that's almost uncharted territory, not gonna do it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And if it's any consolation, I am also the only girl on my team at work and it pisses me off so much when the guys talk about basketball and sports all day. Oh, it's just annoying because I don't follow any of those sports and I don't care. And because I can't relate to them on that level. (laughs) Completely understand. Thankfully, I I do like sports and I watch a lot of sports. Even if you're trying to keep up and trying to get into sports conversations, sometimes they're like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, mm mm-mm. So it's just, it is what it is, but also it's so annoying. Exactly. Do you have any sisters? I have a little sister. How old is she? She is 21. Do you think she also, like, similar attitudes towards birth control? I think so. Um, She is just, like, her own person. She's always been, like, just... A very unique, quirky person who is just, like, here for life, you know? Um, She's, like, real free-spirited. You do you. Did you ever talk to her about getting your period or that kind of thing? I didn't. She's, like, a real, like I said, just kind of, like, just her person, but is real shy, like, shyer than I am. So she'll get all red. And even to this day, she's 21 years old. She just can't talk about it. What should she know, you know? Like, what should, what kind of education should she have had around these kinds of topics? Maybe just starting, like, less of a, you know, hush-hush, we can't talk about it. It has to be a secret and just kind of making it more comfortable. I mean, every teenage girl hates talking about periods and, like, hides tampons so that no one sees and stuff like that. And I just wish that it was just more of, like, a this happens, everyone. Totally. And then also people hopefully wouldn't have as many unplanned pregnancies. Exactly. If you're just, if it's part of the conversation, you know? Yeah. And so in terms of your own personal experiences, what's the most stressful thing that's happened to you either related to like pregnancy or periods? This is just kind of a fun story, but um, I was in the marching band in like high school and in college too. But we were at like a marching band competition and like a surprise period all down 
my legs and everything but we still had to go perform so like that was fun because <laughs> like you had to go do it like you suck it up girl we're doing it what color was your marching band outfit I was wearing like a light blue dress and so like yes I just changed some of the choreography so it wasn't as noticeable and like got me a fresh pair of tights and we made it work but mm. <laughs> <laughs> were they like black tights or did other people see period stains um I'm sure you could see it I just didn't think about it you know I said well I'll never see these people again let's hope so yeah that's probably the most stressful period related situation i've been in those things happen to people like all the time you know it's just you can't really have a period for like 10 15 years without having one of those experiences so it's you know it makes you a better person builds character definitely (laughs) do you think the guys in your life are tough like what do you think guys would be like if they had to have periods uh little babies you know guys can't have a cold much less every month your uterus coming out, you know? I think I think they would be such bratty babies about it. <laughs> and do you get bad cramps and stuff too? Um, I really haven't most of my life. Like sometimes you like it'll just hit you and you're like, oh no goodness, it's gonna be a, a rough one. But I mean I've been on birth control for six, seven, eight years, so it's not really an issue anymore. Do you take the sugar pills too or do you continuously take the hormonal pills? I just try to take all of them, the sugar pills too, just to kind of keep it even. Makes sense. And like, what's your routine around so that you can actually make sure that you take them every day? Um, I have a alarm on my Apple watch. So it doesn't like scream, but also vibrate on the watch. Like, oh yeah, it's time. Let's gotta go. I actually take mine as soon as I get home from work. What got you like into making this podcast? Well, I I wanted to do some work with Planned Parenthood because I was actually learning data science, you know, like programming and stuff. So I, I did a project with Planned Parenthood and like helped them understand stuff from their data. I thought back to my own experiences as a girl and I, I realized like it took me a really long time to find the IUD, like the hormonal IUD. Just kind of thought, you know, I, I didn't have an older sister. I didn't really have anyone to kind of guide me through these things. And I saw it as a real barrier to achieving stuff in my life because I had painful periods or didn't have birth control. Um, And so I thought the podcast would be like a good way to, yeah, just share all these women's stories and teach each other a bit more that our mums or our cousins or whoever else is in our lives like couldn't really provide us with that information. People's friends can sometimes tell them things, but also there's very mixed information. Sometimes it's false information. You don't really know. And so I just wanted to make something that was more like educational, like this is the knowledge that you need and prepare girls for that. Awesome. I love that. Like, that's such a cool idea. Um, I have a long commute, so I listen to podcasts all the time. And I just, I love that. That That's a, that's a really unique way of looking at it and kind of just sharing people's stories. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Very kind. Yeah, and it's cool that, like, I was just able to reach out, especially because I live in California. We don't get women's perspectives from all across the country. Yeah, really grateful you could take the time. For sure. No, I, I've, I've enjoyed it. It's just nice to kind of just chat. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of The Practical Guide to Pussyhood. If you have a chance, leave us a review. We really need your support for more of those five stars. And a little anonymous message would go a long way. I really hope to hear from you soon. Stay safe, lots of love, and we'll be back with some more stories about pussyhood later.